Hey, it's Kim, and I'm excited to be sharing something new here with you today. It's called How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Shorts. And it's just what it sounds like, short one-story episodes pulled from the archives of How in the Hell Did I Get Here? How in the Hell Did I Get Here? airs every Thursday with new episodes from myself, my funny sisters, and our assorted guests. And this short show comes out on Fridays and features a special How in the Hell Did I Get Here? story that we've chosen especially for you from our past episodes. This is Kim A. Floden, and you're listening to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? shorts. And this podcast most definitely does include swear words. In this week's last story, Carrie shares an embarrassing coming-of-age story that she's telling here for the first time. In order to tell this story, we have to go way back to back to high school, mm-hmm. when you and I both worked at Bridgman's. If you lived in the, in the Midwest in the 60s, 70s, or 80s, you know exactly what Bridgman's is. <laughs> uh, because, they, well, they were iconic. They were mm-hmm. like an up, upscale malt shop. They made their own ice cream. Bridgman's was the home of the Lollapalooza, the world's biggest Sunday, And it was famous for their malts. You could get a malt in any flavor under the sun. But anyway, we worked there and a bunch of our classmates from Stuartville High worked with us. Yes, they and did. A bunch of teenagers from Rochester worked with us and we had yep. a great crew. I mean, the place was huge. It was so much fun working there. I mean, it was busier than hell. The place was huge. You had to work your butt off. From one end to the other was you were covering a lot of ground. Yeah. And um, and there was all of us from Sturtville and then there's people from Rochester. And and I'm sure you remember there were three siblings from Rochester, Karen, Jeannie and Dan, who all worked with us. And they were like the nicest, upstanding, devout, just good people, you know, because they just were from a good family. And but at the same time, they were fun and they were funnier than hell. They had such good senses of humor that you loved working with them. But the reason we're talking about Bridgman's is because that comes in. This is a two-part story. The second part is going to deal with Bridgman's. <laughs> okay. So we'll leave Bridgman's for now. We'll leave the malt machine going and the hamburgers flipping and go back to the beginning of the story. I think I was just 17. So I had a boyfriend. His name was Ned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We were a very happy couple. And the cool thing was, is that Ned had a car. And of course, being young and in love and with a car, that means you're going parking. So, and which we did. And and Ned had found the perfect place to go parking on the uh, outskirts of Rochester, down some road into the woods by where a house was being built. So we went parking and <laughs> we were doing what you do. We were making out. <laughs> no. Yes, we were. We were making Teenagers out. Teenagers making out. Oh my God. This is shocking. I know. Hence the story. <laughs> Who would have thought that would have ever happened? Oh my God. <laughs> We're making out. We're pretty hot and heavy. All of a sudden, we've got headlights through the back window. And we get the knock, knock, knock. And you roll down the window. And, of course, it's a sheriff's deputy. Yep. (laughs) It's funny. You can look back and laugh. And I'm sure hundreds of our listeners are going, oh, yeah, been there, done there. That Mm -hmm. I through that one, right? Yep. It's humiliating. It's terrifying. Because you don't know. Is is he going to tell your parents? Are you going to go to jail? Right. Locked up for making out. What are you in for? Making out. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and plus you're half naked. <sighs> you know, it's the worst. It's bad all thing. the way around. Yeah, it's just terrible. We're sitting there now. Here's the cop, this deputy shining his light in at us. I mean, we're somewhat unclothed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this cop is shining the light on us and asking us who we are and names and IDs and all that. And you can see he's trying not to laugh. And he's actually being pretty nice about it. He could have been a complete dick. He actually turned away so I could get my top back on. Because <laughs> you know, I didn't have it on. So... <laughs> You know, you're going to leave and I'm going to follow you out and you're never not coming back. And I've got your license. And if I catch you anywhere else doing this kind of stuff, you know, then you're in trouble. But we know we kind of maybe got off lucky. You know, it could have been a lot worse. So we pull out and um, and go home. And I don't think we said a word. You know, <laughs> the whole way home. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I'm pretty sure it was like an unspoken agreement, you know, like we shall never talk of this again i slink into the house and and just avoid everybody because i'm still just so horrified by what has just happened to me i basically had some stranger in a uniform with authority and a gun shining his light on my boobies it's over and done with right never to be spoken of again so i go to work the next day gotta get to bridgman's and i get to bridgman's and find out well yay i get to work with all three of the siblings karen Jeannie and Dan. And that's a good thing because I know it's going to be fun. They're going to make me laugh. Finally, at one point, there's kind of a lull in the action and Karen and Jeannie come up to me and I'm way in the back in the dining room and they're like, "Come, hey, come with us. Our brother just stopped in for dinner. Come on up and meet him. I'm like, okay. Sure, yeah. Oh so, my God. You know, I'm thinking any any member of their family is someone I'm going to like. So, all right. I follow along behind when I see Dan at one of the booths and chatting with somebody and I turn in the corner, walk up to the booth, and and Jeannie says, Carrie, I want to introduce you to her brother, Deputy Bill. Who'd seen your boobs? Seen my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Oh, it was like time stopped. I can't move. I mean, I can't imagine what the look on my face was. <laughs> right. Did he recognize you, you think? Or he probably just... If you if oh. he didn't see your boobs, no, maybe, he recognized oh. me even with my clothes on. He oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and I could tell because he got kind of a glimmer and a twinkle in his eye, and again I saw that same trying not to laugh kind of smirk that I just <laughs> just seen the night before. <laughs> And I do I, not remember this. I'm not sure I've ever told anyone until this <laughs> moment. <laughs> As I'm standing there, like frozen to the spot, Deputy Bill says, Hi, Carrie. It's very nice to meet you. Pretty quick, I realized he's... Just like the rest of the family? Not- He's just like the rest of the family. He's, he's as upstanding a person as the rest of them. He's not going to do this to me. And that we're going to pretend we've never laid eyes on each other before. I let my professional waitress training kick in. <laughs> Went with the flow because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a waitress, man, you never know what's going to happen, what your situation you're going to be in. So so we just chit-chatted, nice to meet you, blah, 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 you know. And, then, <laughs> and I'm sure I have something I need to be doing. I need to scrape the ice cream buckets. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this How in the Hell Did I Get Here short. And if you can do us a huge favor and leave us a review on Apple iTunes, that would be awesome. It seems like a small thing, but it really helps independent podcasts like ours get found by other people. So if you have a minute and you can do that, it would be great. You can find the link to Apple iTunes at howinthehellpodcast.com right there on our homepage. 
Also, we love and appreciate any financial support you can offer us. We love showing up here for you twice a week, and we want to be able to keep doing that. So if you can, please consider supporting the show at buymeacoffee.com forward slash the coloring book coach. Speaking of the coloring book coach, find a free coloring book and more fun freebies at thecoloringbookcoach.com. Our music is produced by Silent Partner, and the song name is Seventh Floor Tango. We found them on YouTube's Creator Library, and you can find their links in our show notes. How in the Hell Did I Get Here Shorts is a production of The Coloring Book Coach and is written, produced, and hosted by Kim A. Floden with editing direction from Carrie Floden. Thanks for listening.